Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Dalton Wagner in the Zone is brought to you by Reliance Bank. The super senior right tackle is part of an offensive line that paved the way for the top rushing attack in the Power Five last year. Reliance Bank opened its doors in 1965, and although they may be growing, they're still the institution you've trusted for years. Just like K.J. Jefferson can rely on Dalton Wagner, you can rely on us at Reliance Bank. All right, let's bring him in for the first time of many this season. Dalton, welcome. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Well, I don't know if I'm quite that good. I was up too late last night, but thanks for asking. We're excited to have you on, my man. It's getting better all the time. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited about this. Well, people always say that this time of the year, you guys are ready to hit somebody in another uniform. Are you still having fun hitting guys in the Razorback uniform? Yeah, but I think uh, I think what you just said is probably pretty true. It's still pretty fun, but... I think the rest of the team and most of the O-line is about ready to see another uniform now. I don't know that we've really had too many, if any, offensive linemen on over the years, maybe during the recruiting process, so we're excited to get your perspective. You guys are – I mean, look, we all say, oh, it's all one in the trenches, but it's like, well, how many offensive linemen do you have on the show? Not that many. Mm-hmm. So we're uh, we're excited to have you on and get your perspective. Um, let's just start it off like this. I don't know you that well, so I just want to see how sensitive you are. When people call you the big uglies, does that hurt your feelings? No, not at all. You like that? You like to mix it up up there? It's yeah. okay. Yeah, I think it's I think it's hilarious. I, I don't I can't remember where it started. I can't remember where it started, but I want to say I think it was back in recruiting or something with Coach Anderson way back in the day. Um, but yeah, I've never been I've never been one to be super sensitive about that. It's good. No, and they called the uh, well the former team, the Washington Redskins, back in the day, the Hogs. You know, I right. mean that's not very complimentary. Well, yeah, well, I kind of—I've never been one to really sit there and split hairs about it. I think it's been if you're an old lineman, you know, you're not out there to look pretty, you're not out there to have all the armbands and everything on, and you're out there to just be a mean, nasty machine. I think if uh, you've got a nickname for your group, you're probably doing pretty well up front. You guys obviously did well, you know, to hang your hat on the fact that you guys had the the best rushing attack in the Power Five last year. That's something to be proud of, and certainly spread the wealth a lot last year with the way you guys did things. Um, you know, from your perspective, as far as the running game, with all the backs back and obviously KJ's, you know, versatility and, you know, everybody else that could have involved in the run game, how do you feel about that part of your offense going into the season? Yeah, um, obviously we're turning a lot of starters, we're turning a lot of depth too. Um, starts up front with our center, Ricky Stromberg. Um, he's an excellent player. can really cut the defense when we really need him to. And obviously Luke Jones at left tackle has really stepped up a lot and really taking over that position as best as you could ever ask anyone. And Bo and Brady with the return, too, just two nasty dudes up front. They partner up well with Ricky, just big dogs in there. Um, K.J. Jefferson, too, I mean, I think he's got a fire under his butt like you've never seen someone have before. And he's he's ready to kind of go out there and really put the pressure on the opponent. And the running backs, too, like, I don't know what more you could say about that unit. That, it's a young unit. That's played a lot of games, though. All of them are vets in my eyes, and all of them treat this facility around here, and when they're in the meeting rooms and they're out of practice, they all treat it like they're better. Who's the nastiest guy on the offensive line? Nastiest guy on the offensive line? It's got to be Ricky. I mean, he's just he's one of those guys that just, like, he goes in there, once he gets his hands on someone, he just likes to maul them. And he really likes to just kind of dig in and press a vertical and just get – get movement on him and he takes real a lot of pride in that if you watch the old miss game from last year too he really takes pride in that 
We're talking to Dalton Wagner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. If you're just tuning in, it's courtesy of our friends at Reliance Bank. You know, we had Trey Knox on earlier this week. He's going to be uh, doing a segment with us this year as well, Dalton, and he's switched positions this year. If you had to switch positions, what would your second choice be behind tackle? Tight end would be pretty awesome. I don't think I'd be very good at it, but tight end would be pretty awesome. <laughs> Have you caught a pass in a game in your life? Never. <laughs> <laughs> Have you recovered a fumble? Have you ever had the ball in your hands? Yes, I've recovered a fumble. Yep, I've re- I've re- I think I've recovered a few of them. I remember in 2020 in the Tennessee game, I recovered one. Um, but I think tight end is kind of the best of both worlds. You might get the ball thrown to you, but you also get the block. Yeah. So we've been doing uh, or hearing a lot, I guess, during camp, Dalton, of one side of the ball talking about the other side of the ball. Miles Slusher was talking about the receivers today. You know, the defensive line was a big question mark coming into the season. Give me your perspective on what you've faced on that side of the ball so far and how we should feel going into the season about the D-line. The D-line, it's another group that's veteran, strong, and fast. All of them really took uh, this whole offseason from last year to change their bodies. Isaiah Nichols is probably one of the ones who changed completely. Most overall, like, he's so much stronger and faster than what he was last year. Um, Eric Gregory, too. Strong, fast. I mean, he's probably one of the strongest ones on the D-line besides Terry Hampton, too. But, obviously, a lot of additions to Landon Rogers and Terry Hampton that just provide quality, quality depth on the D-line. And, um, Deshaun Stewart, I said something about him earlier in camp. He's just a motored-up guy. Just really likes to go out there. Like, I don't think I've ever seen him tired before. Hmm. And even when he is dog-tired, you can't really tell. He's still sprinting after, chasing down quarterbacks and doing the best he can. Let me ask you about another guy that's shown some versatility in camp and Drew Sanders, the, the addition from Alabama. Everybody's been raving about him, you know, the way he gets to the football and the way he's been playing. I know he's been uh, a problem, it sounds like, in rushing the quarterback as well. Uh, what, what's it been like trying to keep him out of the backfield? Yeah, he's a, he's a terrific linebacker, and when he comes down and walks on the edge, he, always, he gives tackles some headaches out there. He's uh, very fast, and his footwork is very elite. And one of the things that I think is really unique about him is his length plus his ability to bend the edge as well, too. Like, he could set you up field, go inside if you wanted to, and he could really – and even if he didn't want to do that, he could press your edge and make it bend just enough that he can get a hand on the quarterback and be in there. He's going he's gonna to have a lot of success on Saturday if he has third down. Who are some uh, players that maybe are going to blow up this year? You know, we know the big names, you know, the Catalans and Bumper Pool and, you know, KJ, but – Give me a guy on offense, guy on defense that is going to blow up this year and have um, a really good year. I think uh, I think Matt Landers or Warren Thompson on offense are definitely going to have breakout years this year. Those are the two guys that show up in camp and have excelled at their position. I've done a superb job of being kind of where their feet are, understanding their role, and they've really kicked butt blocking on the edge too. And that's something that, you know, O-linemen obviously appreciate is when you've got receivers out there because it makes our job easier. It makes our life easier if they can take care of the caps out there and we can work worry about the box. Um, but both of them, really, during camp, I haven't seen that explosiveness in a long time. Like, it's, it's amazing. Lat Landers, that first scrimmage, I don't even know how many long-yard touchdowns he had. Same with uh, Warren, too. And our defense, on defense, I think Isaiah is going to have a great year. I really do think Isaiah's going to have an awesome year, and I think uh, uh, I think Hudson Clark's going to have an awesome year too. He's he's been a ball hawk in camp. He's, I think he had four interceptions, four or five interceptions in camp, which is pretty astounding. He's just 
I like to give them crap about it sometimes. Like your hands are like magnets, you know. It makes me mad because it's like we're protected, protected, and we got it. And then he just finds the ball. Like it's a, it's something that he shouldn't even catch, and he still figures out how to catch it. Uh, Dalton KJ had such a great year last year, and we're all sort of wondering what can he do better this year. What have you seen from him year to year as far as his growth? He's grown tremendously as a leader in these past in this past year, and even the year before that too. He really filled into his role and grew into that quarterback that takes control of an offense. And that's something I respect about him so much is that no matter what's going on, he puts it on himself to try to dig us out of a rut, and it makes you want to block for him even more. And What's really stood out to me in camp so far from him has been his ability to read the defenses. Um, he's failed us out of a lot of bad situations by just pulling the ball on situations that the O-line should have picked up or just, you know, a good blitz into what we're running. And he's, his ability to kind of see that coming and read it is next level, and I think he's going to have a terrific job this year doing that. Dalton Wagner with us. Thanks to our friends at Reliance Bank. Dalton, enough about everybody else. What about you? What – what do we expect out? What can we rely on from you this season? Yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to the run game this year. Obviously, again, um, our unit is a strong, strong unit, and it's made better by the depth we have too. Our if one guy does go down this year, we have the start, the depth, and the potential to fill it in like no one's even missing. Um, and I think uh, overall, just in the run game, our unit is excelled beyond what we were last year and we understand fits we understand blitzes a little better and with another year with coach kennedy has pushed us push the envelope even more now and if we can pick up our protection a little better this year and get those receivers the time they need i think we're gonna have a great unit what what uh what weight do you want to play at and where are you now uh i'm i'm sitting at 325 right now and that's kind of where i want to play at coach Pitt was uh he was he was good with whatever weight I wanted to be at, and Coach Kennedy said about 325, 330. So, I obviously, you know, Coach Kennedy, my position coach, got to listen to him. Um, <laughs> and I, I like that weight a lot. I feel like I could move a little better at it. I feel like it's a little easier, obviously, on the back, too, and everything just kind of rolling a little easier at that weight. You uh, are have you have a family of offensive linemen. I mean, it's kind of a way of life in the Wagner household, I understand. Yeah. My dad played at Western Illinois. My older brother played at Southern Illinois, and my younger brother is in middle school right now uh, playing offensive line and defensive line, too. But he likes offensive line more, which is promising right now. Do you guys talk about techniques? And I mean, do you guys chop it up about O-line play when you're together, or do you guys just kind of shoot the ball about other stuff outside of football? Oh, yeah, all the time. Uh, my dad, will he'll call me after a game, or he'll call me after practice and stuff, ask how everything went. You know, I'll tell him what I struggled with or what I think I did really good at. Um, and even my little brother would call and talk, and he'll tell me about his games or about his practices and stuff and hmm. what he's having issues with and what he's really doing good at. And it's nice to have that ability to kind of bounce ideas and really just kind of vent to each other about the position because sometimes it's not the easiest position to play. Right. Yeah, well, unfortunately, yeah, you guys don't get a lot of credit when things go well, but uh, certainly if you blow a block or a guy beats you, it's it's pretty obvious. So that's, that is a bummer. That's a tough deal. It's kind of a thankless deal, the best, isn't it? The best thing I've ever heard about, the best thing I've ever heard about O-line is it's 
really good if no one knows your name. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing you can have is no one knows your name. Well, they're all going to know your name after this. I'll tell you that. But uh, we think you're going to do a great job, so we're not worried about it. You can you can certainly handle it. You have done uh, really well in the classroom, too. I want to make sure to point that out. It is a student athlete, and obviously that gets lost in the shuffle sometimes. But SEC academic honor roll three times over. Uh, and I understand uh, business. You're business guy? Uh, criminal justice, yeah. Our, oh, Our communications okay. guy had that over. Yep, I finished my criminal justice degree, my undergrad. I got an undergrad in criminal justice and sociology and a minor in child advocacy. And I have to – I just finished up my master's, and I need to take my comprehensive exams for that. And I'll have a master's in criminal justice as well, too. Wow. So what's your long-term plan after football? I'd really like to go work uh, FBI or Secret Service or some sort of federal agency there to try to, you know, serve the country the best way I can. Yeah, I love that. Hmm. Uh, I think a lot of guys would really they would crap their pants if Dalt Wanger's coming after him with the FBI. That would be bad news, man. You do not want that. <laughs> From protecting a quarterback to protecting the country. That's Just good. makes sense. Yeah, well, that's, that's very safe. I like that. Now, you also had a turn with the WWE over the summer. Is that right? Oh, yeah. How did that come about? Yeah, that was a that was a really good deal. We uh, I signed it back in November. Um, it was kind of just a name, image, and likeness deal. When I first signed it, everyone thought I was going to the WWE, but it was really just a name, image, and likeness deal. They um, paid me some money to use my name to promote the WWE as like an inaugural class of student athletes. You know, kind of make the wave as NIL was first starting off. Um, and they. Uh, they now switched it to, at the very end of the contract, if you wanted to, there's no obligation to, you can go and try out for the WWE. You pretty much have a standing trial for whatever you want. So if NFL or something like that doesn't work out, that's always an opportunity. You think you'll do it? Try out? Yeah, I think I think it'd definitely be worth it. After after the NFL or something, I think it'd definitely be worth it to try to make it into that. And it's an, it's an easy, pretty, seems like a pretty good way to make some money and have some fun with it. Names. Give me a name. Where are we going to be? What's the name going to be, the WWE name? Um, I don't know yet. Uh, I've, I've come been thinking on. about it. I've been fielding <laughs> ideas from teammates. Ricky's come up with some funny funny ideas for me to be teammates, and so have the trainers and stuff. Um, none of them I don't think have been all that great, though. So I'm all open ideas if you've got some. Like our Chris Coover, our trainer, has really come up with a lot of good ones, but they really weren't all that great, I still think. <laughs> Who would be your tag team partner, Ricky or somebody else? It'd have to be Ricky for sure. Yeah. Because I think, I think if he was my tag team partner out there, we'd, we'd have a good time out there. Yeah. Give us one awful name. One, just give us one that was given to you that was awful. Um, the best one that the best one that someone's come up with was like the son of Undertaker or something like that. Like, <laughs> that was the best one I had heard from so far. It's just kind of funny. You know, I got the long hair and everything still. So I guess I'll keep rolling with that for yeah, now. That's good. Did you grow up watching wrestling, or who were some of your favorite guys in there? Oh, yeah, all the time. We watched, uh, me and my older brother watched, and my younger sister, too. We, we all in the family always watched all the pay-per-views and watched Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, everything we did growing up. That's crazy. So what was that like, doing an internship with WWE or getting to hang out with them a little bit? It was really cool. Me and my older brother, we went to uh, the Royal Rumble in January, which was an awesome experience because we were backstage, got to meet a lot of people, see a lot of things, do a lot of things, too. And there's so much more that goes into it than you ever expect. And that's what's, like, so unique, I thought about it, is that, like, they're doing things that we're doing in football, 
are kind of over there. Like they're walking through stuff. They're like testing out their moves and everything, like warming up and stuff. And it was a really cool thing. I've heard some of the players talk about back to football for just a second. We're talking to Dalton Wagner, by the way, for just tuning in on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, courtesy of Reliance Bank. Heard some of the players talk about how playing, I think it was Bumper, talk about playing uh, a team like Cincinnati in the opener versus maybe a, you know, a school that's maybe at a lower level or not quite as as uh, accomplished as this program has been, uh, has been a good thing for you guys as far as your focus. Do you feel like it's been a positive for you guys in camp? Oh, absolutely. Guys are really prepping for Cincinnati. I mean, they're a college football playoff team, and they're not going to come in here and just roll over because we're Arkansas. They're going to come and fight tooth and nail. It's a very tough program. Um, Coach Finkel there, he does a great job of getting his players ready, and they're just as good as SEC competition. And we're really excited. I think both team understands kind of how the intensity is going to be when they come in here, what it's going to look like from formation standpoints and blitzes and everything else you can think of. It's, it's, it's not just a cupcake game. It's, that's, a, that's a grown man game right there. Mm-hmm. Don't, was there a lot of discussion? Was it a hard decision to come back for one more year as a Razorback? Um, it really wasn't because finally getting a taste of success was really awesome. And having a coach like Coach Pitt who turned me from kind of a nobody into a decent tackle, I think is pretty awesome. Same with Coach Kennedy, too, and Coach Davis before him. Um, and that really – I really bought into what, they're, what they were teaching and what they were doing. And I just thought, I'm like, this is the best time of my life right now. Why not one more year? Why not provide quality depth, and why not try to make myself as best as I can be to try to make a shot at the NFL? We had a question from one of our listeners on the Asher Record Live fan feedback. Rusty wants to know if it's true offensive linemen are the smartest players on the team. I think that's the case. But outside of quarterbacks, I think that's the case. We're uh, it's, a, it's a group where you got to really pay attention to a lot of different formations and a lot of different calls, and I'm pretty sure we got – among the highest GPA of the team. I think specialists might have a speed out, but we're up there for sure. Yeah. Just, like, just like post players in basketball. What about yeah. uh, Randall says, how about the overtaker instead of the undertaker? <laughs> a good name. You got it, you got it coming out of the case already. I, I guess. Good yeah. name. I'll have to send that one over to my contact at the WWE. There you go. Listen, by the end of the season, we're going to have a lot of good options for you. I'm quite sure. we got many weeks with you to work through these things, yeah. so we'll work on that. But, man, I appreciate the time. keep a running list. Yeah, I, I appreciate the time today, Dalton. We're looking forward to having you on this season. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I think a really unique perspective from the O-line. So we'll look forward to uh, to talking to you next week, and we'll look for some insight on the on the Bearcats. Thank you very much. Go Hawks. All right, take care. Thanks, man.